and welcome to the Untitled Art Podcast presented by Artsy. And we are here live at Untitled Art Miami Beach. And I'm pleased to introduce a conversation today with uh, uh, Untitled Art Miami Beach guest curator Miguel Lopez in conversation with moving feeling artists Jim Denomi, from, who is also showing at the fair with Bockley Gallery, and Sylvia Fernandez, who is showing at the fair with Galleria del Paseo. Miguel Lopez, as I mentioned, is one of the four Untitled Art Miami Beach guest curators this year. And he is a writer, researcher, and curator whose recent projects, recent curatorial projects include And If I Devoted My Life to One of Its Feathers at Kunsthalle in Vienna, and that was in 2021, and Cecilia Vicuña, a retrospective exhibition at the Wit the Wit in Rotterdam in 2019 and uh, in Mexico City in 2020. So without further ado, I will hand over to Miguel to further introduce the artists and to have the conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Emily. Yeah, this is a, um, a dialogue that is part of the podcast conversation series. And we have here Jim Denomi and Silvia Fernandez that are part of our, my section, Moving Feeling. That is a section that highlights a series of works uh, from different generations and geographies uh, where the body appears as a tool to investigate the social. Well, Jim Denomi is, uh, is an artist. Um, he grew up in Minneapolis uh, since the age of five and currently lives and works in Franconia, Minneapolis. He exhibited in more than 150 exhibitions throughout the US and internationally. He's primarily, uh, primarily a painter he also works in printmaking, photography, ink drawing, and found object sculptures. And I, I had the chance to work with Jim in two exhibitions, the most recent one uh, this year in Vienna at the Kunsthalle. Thank you. Thank you, Jim, and thank you, Todd. This is the first time that uh, Bookley Gallery is participating in the fair. And Silvia Fernandez, uh, she is from Lima, Peru. She studied at Corriente Alterna Art School where she graduated with honors in 2002. Her work is a dialogue with painting, a relationship that, that allows her to explore intuitively through the material, arriving at images that connect internal intimate interests to plural universal ideas. Silvia is represented by Galeria del Paseo from Lima, Peru. Thank you so much, Silvia, and also uh, Marianelli, the gallerist. So the idea is just to have an informal conversation that will be recorded and that will be um, will be on the on the website of Untitled and will be also on the social social media channel. So um, the idea is just to talk about your work, about your processes, maybe to talk about the pieces that you have exhibited here. Um, and maybe we can start with with you, Jim. Um, your paintings uh, document different forms of violence perpetrated against indigenous peoples in the United States today. So uh, please, uh, please li uh, tell us a little bit more about your, about your practice. You started to work in the late 1990s, correct? Yes, I, I came back to art late when I was 35 years old. And I had given it up for 20 years on the bad advice of a high school counselor who told me not to pursue art. 
And so in the next 20 years, I got lost in a world of addiction and party, and I gave up art. But 1989, I got sober, and I came back to school hoping to get out of construction and into the health sciences, and um, I ended up discovering art again. And also during that process, I started to learn about history of the America. And it was history that was I was unaware of growing up, and so it, it angered me, some of this history between the government and the tribes, the treaty systems, and, and so at the same time, I started painting narrative paintings, and so this new knowledge became my subject matter. And so today, I paint historical and contemporary history, like the Standing Rock protest and George Floyd, riots, all kinds of things happening around me in my world. But I also paint intuitively, and um, uh, spiritual eroticism is a subject and topic that's rising to the top right now. I, I really love how your paintings are combining, you know, like personal stories with mainstream media representations of social conflicts. Um, so I wanted to ask you, how do you feel that your work is revisiting, you know, these episodes of social conflicts and, and the history of, of Native American uh, struggles? Um, well, I paint from my perspective, yeah. you know, which is unique. I'm a contemporary Native American male living in the 21st century, and, and everything is based on my experiences in this society and my education. And so through that and my understandings, my perceptions, my, my emotions, yeah. I, it, it became important for me to portray this understanding of history as I knew it. And so um, it was important to, to inform other people of some of my perspectives. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, talking about personal experiences, maybe we can talk about your work, Sylvia, um, because this, your practice is also an exploration of the intimate, um, where usually the body is also at the center of, of, your, of your paintings, of your work. So maybe you could share a bit about your practice. I mean, when did you start uh, to paint? I think it was in the early 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah, I finished school in the early 2000s, and I mean, I became a mother right away, so that got me into another position. I stopped being an artist, like, uh, just thinking about myself, so that opened another channel completely. And I started to work with everyday life, but in an abstract way, taking it to, in, to an emotional place, not like a figurative way that we were talking. It's like we, I just decided that every, Every time I stand up in front of a canvas, it's going to be like a, like a conversation with it. I will give maybe just like an, an emotion that comes along, but be, uh, um, starts from the context I belong. It could be, I mean, the, uh, whatever we live every day, it can come to it. So that started like a new uh, trip, I can, well, you can say. So the body and painting just became one. Mm -hmm. So I found like a, like a new place where I can develop like a new world. So painting is that to me. It's like a, a constant conversation with a constant change. And maybe we can also talk about the paintings that you have here in the booth that mm -hmm. came from your recent solo exhibition, Volvamos, at mm -hmm. Galeria del Paseo. 
Uh, what will be the translation of volvamos? Let's go back, let's return. No, it's like uh, <laughs> volvamos in Spanish. If we translate it, it's more like we can come back to a place that we that we know, but we but we don't consider. No, it's like coming back not to a place that we but that we recognize, but a place that we already have, but we don't but we don't usually come back. So it it's like more uh, in a. Um, it's like uh, finding a, a, a new beginning in a place that you know, no? So it's take a look another time, you know? Or start another experience uh, from the same place that unites us all. Because volvamos, it's like plural, so it's let's come back. It's not volver, no? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that, that last show comes from starts in the pandemia. I mean, when we couldn't get out or even touch our, no, our people around and that made me get more into me but me not into a ego way but in a like let's find paradise inside no let's find a place that we can be and it has to be landscape i mean it turned into a new landscape no so that, that's where they come these pieces but the pieces here are like a couple of papers and a couple of, of canvases and they belong to different series one is like an exercise and the other one is like uh, more ensemble, can you say that? Yeah, yeah. actually it's, it's, it's good that you mentioned the pandemic because uh, I think it's very much present in your work and, and, and I also love how the way the hands appear over and over in your painting. It's yes. this kind of, you know, like longing or this kind of uh, desire to touch again, to be touched and to touch, yes, right? Yes, totally, because I remember that a couple of days before I was in the kitchen cooking because that comes into my daily basis life and it comes to my painting and I was cooking something and I got into, how do you say beterraga in English? <laughs> oh my God, in English. Beet. Beet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And the, and the color of the beet is amazing. I mean, it's totally, you know, um, this fuchsia. So my hands got into it, and I say, "Wow! I took a, I just took a, like a shot with your eyes, and I keep it in my archive here in my mind." And suddenly, I was painting these hands, and a couple of days after that, we were not able to touch anymore. It was like, "Okay, don't touch anything. Keep your hands clean." So hands came into as a symbol of, "Touch me again, and I want to touch you." No? Yeah. And how was the the impact of the pandemic in your practice, Jim? How was for you? Do you feel that uh, the, the pandemic impacted in your in your paintings, in your in your process? Uh, the, the, yeah. You know, when the pandemic first when the pandemic first hit, um, I became nervous, and then George Floyd was murdered, and then the riots happened, and I became very anxious. I was unable to create. I was unable to paint, and uh, I had work. I was working on towards a solo show coming up later that summer, but I had four of my scheduled exhibitions got postponed because of the pandemic. So I put the work on the shelf and then I got busy working on my book of sketches and some administrative stuff and, and yard work. And, um, and then I got asked to do a show, got rescheduled and so I picked up the work that I had already started but it changed with with uh, toppled monuments the protests all around the country and the world over George Floyd and so that fed into my work I sketched about the pandemic uh, and all of the 
all of the events that were happening, the white, the rise in white supremacy was happening, the Proud Boys, um, you know, and this was all touching me and making me feel uncomfortable. And so I started to sketch about that stuff. And, and some of the paintings included some of those references. And, you know, and then lately in the last year, I've been moved over to this dreamscape of erotica, spiritual landscapes. And it seems to be a, a safer place for me right now. But I'm still sketching about things that I'm reacting to. I sketch prolifically, so <laughs> even though I'm not painting about them, I'm documenting them. Yeah, and you actually publish a book uh, with your sketches, right? With your drawings. Yes, it's called uh, Jim Denemy Sketchwork, and I have about 40 or 50 sketchbooks over the last 25 years, and so I selected 174 to be published in this book with two essays by really nice, good, good writers, and, and then myself, I, I wrote a small essay. I really love, you know, how you address uh, issues that are really dramatic and difficult to grasp, even to, to think about, but you're actually introducing, introducing humor and I think that creates, you know, a, a kind of different relationship with the images and we, with the political events. How do you feel about humor and, and what do you think about the relationship between humor and politics? Well, you know, Native people are very funny people. My relatives and, you know, a lot of Native people I know are, are very humorous. We like to laugh and joke and make fun of things. And so when I started to paint about some of this very tense and, and problematic subject matter, it was just natural for me to paint these in inviting colors and using humor to subdue some of that tension so I could invite people in to, to look at my message. Yeah. I was also thinking um, earlier today about how your work has been also called naive. In, you know, in some context. And I think that's also quite interesting to think about because you are an academic, uh, academically trained painter. You know, you studied in, in, the, in the 90s. And so I wanted to ask you about um, how do you feel about this kind of classification? You know, that I also feel that are quite colonial and normative and, yeah. You know, I saw that years ago and at first I was offended because you're right, I, I'm a fine art trained artist and, uh, but, I've come to learn that my biggest influences in art are children and outsider artists. So now I, I see that term as an honor. Actually, that's, that's great that you mentioned about influences because I wanted to ask you about your, your influences in your work. I mean, what, what is, like, uh, having a, what is uh, creating like an impact in your practice when you think about painting? For example, Sylvia, for you, what will be, like, uh, I don't know, some influence? That you had? I mean, I really, really create my work. My, 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 for sure, influence every, it's my everyday life and the way I feel. I mean, I can like painters, I can like, I mean, you, you can be related to everything, but what I really took as a, as a constant reference is my daily life and the way it makes me feel. Maybe I had a conversation with someone and it takes you to another place that goes to the painting. Or you're living through rough times. I mean, in, in, in Lima or in Peru, we have been having a, no? uh, a really turmoil, political uh, stuff. And even if I don't talk about it directly, it's in your painting. 
it's in your painting in a way or another. Yes, yes. So I don't, I don't need to be like a political person or a social defender or whatever I need to. It is in your brushstroke. It is in whatever you feel um, you're taking it. So my references come with what I feel because I feel that what we feel as humans is it's it's getting lost and we have to make a place for it no and painting is a perfect place to start yeah, i love that in both of your i mean your work it, painting is like a like a way to do research i don't know if you feel about that your your own work but i feel that is really like exploring and uh, raising some questions about what knowledge is you know what kind of knowledge is uh, being produced through painting or in painting. So I think that, you know, this kind of questioning, constant questioning about the, the role of painting in the present time, I think is, is, is very much alive in, in the way you actually approach. That's good to hear because it seems like painting has been um, taking a back seat to installation, conceptual art and stuff. But I was just talking with Sylvia a few minutes ago and telling her that when I do my paintings, they're like explorations. I go into this other unknown area and often my paintings teach me things or my understanding becomes stronger about something. So I find that amazing. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way because painting, it's a constant conversation with a part of your mind. And if we can take it back to your soul or something and suddenly answers come back to you, you know, and you understand everything. It's like lightning. And then you, and then you come back to reality. But I mean, yes. you grow up in a way, in a magical way. You know? So for me, painting, it's not just a technique that you use to say something. It's the constant saying or exploring. You know? And if, even if you change, I can be, because I was looking, I was looking at your paintings, and I, I, and I can see like, um, like a magical place, no? And for me, it's like I come in and I come out from that place. So sometimes I can be really figurative, not, not really, and sometimes I can be really abstract. So it's like it also goes with my pulse and my emotions, no? You can, it's like having an idea. You can have it really clear or a memory. You can have a really clear memory about something, and suddenly you just remember what you felt, but you don't really remember it like a clear image. So my painting is that, no? It comes in and out, it comes in and out, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, honest painting, you know, where you're not trying to appease an art market or a collector or something. You exactly. are just working from inside yourself. Yes, that, I, I feel the same way. And sometimes it doesn't, um, you don't, I mean, you, you, you are not in the same place constantly. And, and someone can say, yeah, but you're not constant. No, you, you don't belong to the same. And you say, no, I mean, it's a constant exploration. Why should I? Why should I stay with what I found in a in a in a place and, and it makes me big? No, I want to be little again. No, it's like you have to move. <laughs> Actually, you, you said something that I um, I really love uh, in a, in an interview this year uh, related to your exhibition uh, in Lima. So, and this is my translation. And you said something like. Um, Painting is like a conversation with a friend who knows you more than anyone. Yes. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he doesn't, he doesn't demand anything from you. It, it, he just knows you. So for me, painting is that. It's, it's, it's really... Um, it's someone that, that lives inside you and, 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 and outside you, but 
but it's the most comfortable place that you can ever be and as a painter with painting no it's not like and i don't control it that's something that i really love it's not like oh, i'm gonna make a pink here because i need it it's like painting says i need a pink and you go through it no yes. and you're gonna it's like a conversation with someone that you really love you know and it loves you back. <laughs> yeah, and I feel that there are some forms that, you know, keep appearing again and again. I think in your work is, is very clear, you know, there are some, some, yeah, formalizations. The rabbit, for example, you know, that is very much present on the way the trees appear. And yeah, and I actually, actually wanted to ask you as well um, about uh, the relationship between spirituality and, and, and politics and sexuality, because I think your work is creating this kind of intersection between the three, the three of them all the time. You know, it could be, I, and, and I, don't, um, I don't define my work. People ask me questions and it's very difficult for me to answer them because I don't think about it. I don't define my work. I don't, I, I'm not um, influenced by other people's work. I might be inspired, but I don't define their work either. I, I react to it. And um, so what happens with my work is unique to me. I mean, if you look at my work, I don't know that you can relate it to anybody else. And it's like my own personality that comes through. And, and that's, I guess that's about the only thing that I can say that I try to put into my work. I don't go into it with any other ideas or, or expectations or anything. It, it's like I said, it's an exploration. It's um, surprising. It, it's often happy accidents. It, it, it's something I love, though. And as we are in a in a in a in the context of a fair, I also wanted to ask you about, uh, and also because it is your first time in Miami in a in a fair in Miami. How do you feel? Um, how do you feel about moving? You know, between um, like a mainstream, you know, like art circuit and native art circuit. I mean, I don't know enough about that. Uh, how does it work in the USA? But I'm really curious to, you know, to to hear more about it. Do you do you feel that there are this kind of uh, like intersected in different ways, or do you feel like there is a gap in some ways? You know, I will show anywhere who will have my work. Yeah. I, it's not important to me that I show in a native gallery or a mainstream. I'm, you know, I, it's just important that my work be seen. And I do get accepted into some prestigious shows and museums and things. And that's what's important to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. My first time here in Miami, I am loving it. I'm, I'm in love with this city. I just, it, it feels good. Um, the energy is fantastic. And the art fair, too, is, is just, it's incredible. The, the group of artists here, the group, it's a collective energy that's like nothing else. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, come, I'll go home and for days I will be abuzz with this feeling. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't um, see it as anything different. I just see it as the continuation of my journey as an artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's very interesting, and I, I totally agree with you. Um, I think maybe for some of us that actually came from outside the USA, um, we are all the time trying to think about what is the meaning of these places, you know? I mean, I, I, 
So, uh, so I, I feel uh, as a Latin American curator, you know, that see your work here, that I've been working with you, that having your your practice here is creating like a, like an interruption, you know, into this more Western-centric, you know, ideas and, and traditional system of values, and and I think it's super important in that sense, you know, creating uh, rupturing, you know, the, the the power relations that are being established. Um, so yeah, so in that sense, it's, it's, it's really important. Um, and I wanted to ask you, uh, Silvia, about how, how, do you, how do you feel about being here? How has been the reception of your work? Yeah, have, have you exhibited your work in the US? Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I, no. <laughs> this is the first time I'm in, in, a, in an art fair in the United States. And, and what I was going to take from you is that it's just the continuation of your journey. It's like, like, like an open another window and seeing another place and say, hey, no? It feels good. Yeah, it is. But for me, like an artist or like a person watching so much, looking and, and, and seeing so much art, like in five days, it's like, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, it's the meaning of, uh, what I really love about the fairs is that you, it, you have to be really intuitive to yourself that you just walk, 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 and suddenly you're attracted to something, and then you discover why, no? And that's the way for me to go through, no? And for my work, I mean, it's amazing to be here, and it's, it's part of it, and I like it. It's, yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jim and Sylvia. That was really fantastic conversation. I love to learn more about your practice, and I'm so happy to have you both and, and, and the galleries, Galeria del Paseo. Buckley Gallery, it's really a pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>